Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman that can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfectly. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like before I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. We welcome you to another edition of the Loud Pedal Podcast. We are live and in color here at Millbridge, just north of Charlotte. Are we north of Charlotte? Yes. Yeah, that's right. North of Charlotte here at Millbridge. You used Millbridge. to live here, didn't you? I used to live here at one point. Uh, Dylan still lives here. Uh, for the Walkopedia Micro Sprint Showdown, 10 grand to win tonight. With a stout field, D. Welch, we are going to talk to a few drivers here in the pit area, but there are NASCAR drivers here, including Christopher Bell, who, of course, is a micro champion all over the country. Um, but you got, you know, the Gavin Bochels and the Brent Cruz and those guys who run around here and have a lot of laps. Yeah, that's the cool thing about just racing here in general is that you do have a great mix of, of guys who are professional race car drivers, and this is their, their living, and, and they're racing against kids who are trying to kind of make a name for themselves and they're just as good as the professionals out here so uh whether it's a it's a big show like this or it's it's a weekly you know wednesday night show uh it's always fun out here and always some great racing i've been kind of on micro watch recently i was at the the well the 15 grand to win um keith coons give back classic at port city raceway it's kind of starting off the big money for the micros as we head into the tulsa shootout this winter uh, of course this race here ahead of the world finals where we're in town for um, just micro racing seems to have some big races recently, almost bigger than some of the midget races. Yeah, I mean, and, and this race pays more than the midget race paid last week. You know, the midget race paid 7,500 and this is 10, 10 grand. You know, obviously there's way more cars here this week, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think, and especially down here, obviously micro racing has been big in, in Indiana and, and Pennsylvania and, and, you know, kind of the Midwest states in Oklahoma for a long time. But down here, uh, really just until recently, until Millbridge started running them, uh, there was nothing like that down here. So to see how it's grown from, you know, just a couple of years ago to now, you know, they had a hundred plus cars last year when the give back race was here. And, and there's, I think 60 here tonight. So uh, it's alive and well down here and, and people, you know, people love racing those, those type of cars here. Yeah. They got their own community here. Like I mentioned, uh, Brent Cruz, who's really fast here in the 11 GoPro car. Uh, Gavin Bochel runs for the Swindell Speed Lab on uh, Kevin Swindell. They race here weekly. You got like Brett Moffat and Sheldon Creed who race here weekly. And, um, you know, Nick Drake and his brother Trevor Klein um, race here weekly. There's a lot of fast guys. But you also, it's, it's a regional thing. Micros are. Like, 
the Pennsylvania guys are down here, you know, Brian Carber and Alex Bright. We didn't, haven't seen too many of the Oklahoma guys back in the pit area just because of the East Coast, you know, time change. But it seems like micro racing has like regional pockets with a lot of talent in each in each pocket. Well, and obviously it's it's a little more reasonable for the Pennsylvania guys to travel down here than it is for them to travel to, to Oklahoma and, and vice versa. It's a long drive for Oklahoma guys to come out here for, for just a couple days. So I think the good thing about it here is that you've got a really good solid group of 30 or so cars. And then when you add in those travelers, it just adds you know that much more uh, you know, intensity and, and excitement and talent to the field. You know, there's already a ton, but when you get those guys from out of state that that race in those hotbeds, uh, it certainly adds a lot to the to the Millbridge program. Yeah, this race, this micro race, is all um, starting ahead of a big weekend here in Charlotte for the World Finals, where we'll see um, the ending of a championship for Brad Sweet in the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series. I don't even know who's going to win the late model championship. I couldn't tell you either. I don't know. I don't know who's going to win the late model championship, yeah. but the late models, don't care. they're racing at the world finals as well. And so are the big blocks. So um, it's a big, it's a big week of racing here in Charlotte. Let's get to our Sun Dollar Restoration hat shakes of the week brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration. I know Christian Bruno is actually in the pit area tonight he with is. the Sun Dollar logo on his car. Um, of course, Jason helps out, you know, guys like you and Zeb Wise and Christian and Cannon Posey and a few others. Um, you can visit them at sundollar.net. They are water, fire, mold restoration um, to houses, you know, commercial buildings, whatever you need to get fixed. They'll help you out based in Carmel, Indiana in the greater Indianapolis area. Who's your hat shake this week? I got to give mine to Parker Price Miller. Uh, you know, obviously some really tough news with him, uh, you know, announcing that he is he was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is obviously a terrible thing. But uh, cool thing that his car owner this weekend, Sam McGee, did. They uh, kind of unveiled a surprise uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma awareness scheme uh, for him to run this week at World Finals, which you know obviously is is super cool of them to do uh, and to have it ready that quickly. You know, I think is is amazing too. So um, thinking of Parker and, and his family, you know, obviously I, I raced for Parker and his stepdad Scott for five or six years, um, you know, so they're like a second family to me and, and you know, Scott and Cammy, Parker's mom have, have, you know, loved me like one of their own since, you know, the day I met them and, and have done a lot for me. So thinking of all of them and uh, and hope Parker can have a good run here this weekend. That's a good one. Yeah, with thoughts and prayers with our buddy Parker Price Miller, who will race for Sam McGee this weekend over there in Charlotte. My hat shake, my Sun Dollar Restoration hat shake of the week is going to go to Slarson. Young Money Kyle Larson, an amazing season this year. We thought he had the greatest racing season ever last year in the dirt scene, uh, winning numerous sprint car races. Well, he had an even better season this year. He won, how many cup wins does he have now? Nine plus the all-star race. Nine cup wins plus a million dollars right here in Charlotte in the all-star race. If he doesn't win at Phoenix on Sunday, he's still put together one of the greatest NASCAR seasons of all time. I think it would be a shame to not see him win the championship on Sunday. Um, but I put money on him before the season started to win the championship, and I'm getting ready to, to cash that, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, he certainly delivered. I mean, I think everybody expected him to, you know, to get in the best equipment and, and show what he was capable of, and he is not disappointed. So uh, I agree. I think that, you know, it would be, uh, it would be a bummer if he, would, if he went out to Phoenix and, and wasn't able to cap it off with the championship, but mm -hmm. I think he can do it. He's been the best car all year, and I think he can get it done. He's been the best driver in a lot of series. He won the Prairie Dirt Classic. He won the Kings Royal. Um, he just has had a tremendous year, no matter what he's gotten in for the past two years, especially really coming into his prime. I mean, it's scary to think that he's just now in his prime with how much he's won. Um, but Larson, hat shake, your Sun Dollar Restoration hat shake of the week. Let's go through the pit area. I think we're gonna 
catch up with Brett Moffitt first, and then we'll see who else we can get here on the Loud Pedal Podcast live from Millbridge Speedway with the Walkopedia Micro Sprint Showdown. This ball needs some air in it. Oh! <laughs> so bad. He doesn't have an athletic bone in his body. <laughs> oh! You know what? Screw this. Screw this. Take it easy, Shaquille. Yeah. <laughs> My belly's hanging out. <laughs> All right. As we mentioned in the open, we're here at Millbridge Speedway for the Wakapedia Micro Showdown. We're in the pit area with 2018 NASCAR Chuck Champion Brett Moffat, who has been piloting his micro all year. We saw him at the Tulsa shootout. You see your fifth in qualifier tonight. You looking pretty good, huh? Yeah, pretty good so far. Actually, I surprised myself a little bit. I figured I'd be uh, loaded up and drinking beer at this point in the week. <laughs> so we actually have a legitimate shot of making the A here. Uh, tough qualifier coming up tonight, but uh, it should be good. What have you enjoyed? And I, know, I mean, you've run here obviously during the week and stuff, but what have you enjoyed about getting having your own car and just kind of being able to, to, to come out here and run around? Uh, it's It's been a good replacement for golf, I would say, because most of the time I'm frustrated. Then we have a night like last night, and um, it, it reminds you why you love it. So it's, it's a struggle, but it's always something to work on, something to keep trying, and uh, this place seems to change every time we're on track. So uh, it's, a, it's a constant grind, and when it pays off, it's very rewarding. Do you get those same butterflies that you do on the on the NASCAR <laughs> stage when you strap into one of these? Uh, it was honestly worse last night. Um, you know, this place is super hard to pass, so it, it all comes down to qualifying, and I was sitting there getting ready to go for qualifying, and um, kind of use the effort method of, you know, it, it comes down to this, so you got to commit to it. You got to go wide open for two laps and hope for the best, and uh, fortunately it worked out. But, yeah, I was, I was far more nervous getting ready to qualify this than I have on Saturdays and Fridays in a long time. That's funny. What if, so you were in Chili Bowl last year too. How did, how does like your Chili Bowl nerves compare to those in that same sense? Yeah, that was that was next level. <laughs> uh, never running a midget before, and then you know getting pushed down the ramp for your very first laps ever um, at Chili Bowl is is something pretty special, uh, pretty crazy. But uh, that was that was definitely the most nervous I've been in a very very long time in a race car. <laughs> we're talking Chili Bowl. Are you going back? Uh, I'm working on that. So. Uh, the birth of my first child is about two weeks after, so uh, right now mom's not too happy. Um, but we're we're trying to smooth everything over and see if we can maybe have a shot at it. You want to go back? I want to go back. Yes, I would. I would love to. I'd love to do a couple races beforehand, uh, get a little more experience. But uh, yeah, I would love to be there. So back here tonight in the micro. What I mean, do you do you even like set goals or expectations with this deal? I mean, obviously you want you want to do well and take home ten grand, but like yeah and run it that much so like how do you how do you keep everything kind of in check and balance i mean my biggest thing is just keep moving the needle forward and that's you know finding more speed and more consistency it seems like on a wednesday night i could come out here and qualify fourth or i can come out here and qualify 15th and uh that's been the very frustrating part of it and uh, i think we just need to work on getting a little bit more consistently better um so as long as we can keep doing that which last night was a really good step in the right direction made a lot of changes uh, Nick Drake actually helped me out quite a bit on setup stuff, so everything seems to be working better, and hopefully we can continue on. It's funny, like when I've raced out here, it's hilarious because even you look around the pits today, and it's like 
90% kids. Yeah. And they're all better than like the, you know, yeah. like adults that yeah, actually race, yeah, these, yeah. race these things. It's hilarious. It's, it's hard though. I mean, it's super competitive out here, no matter if you're here Wednesday or, or here this week. Yeah, I mean, it's the weekday shows here are unreal. Um, and then you come to an event like this and, um, you know, just the qualifier that I'm in, you got guys that have won multiple drillers at, at Tulsa Shootout and, and Chili Bowl combined. So um, the competition level is, you know, unheard of, and uh, like you said, the the local kids out here are pretty amazing, and uh, you know, they they humble you very very quick. You guys bought this micro to go to Tulsa, right? Yeah. Like for the shootout, tell us that story with you and Sheldon Creed, obviously another truck champion. Yeah, it's uh, honestly, I just got to a point in my career where I could afford to do something like this. Um, you know, it, it's hard to make money in NASCAR right now, and I'm finally, you know, I'm never in a comfortable spot, but I'm in a spot where I can feel comfortable spending a little money and, and get back to short track dirt racing and just try something new. I, I always wish I could have raced something like this growing up because it's so much car. And um, like Dylan mentioned, you can get into it at such a young age that, um, you know, it's it's no surprise that those kids are so good these days. But um, yeah, it just seemed like something fun to do is something that we could both afford to do and we're willing to do and uh, a little hobby to do together. And even though we'll both run ninth and 10th on a weeknight, we, uh, you know, still like to brag about who beat who. <laughs> it's a motorcycle. <laughs> engine but like how much have you learned and how hard are these things to work on uh, I'm pretty good at everything except right in there which is the engine the injection and electronics uh, that is the one I, I don't want to say downfall but the most complicated part about these race cars is the motorcycle engine aspect of it I feel like if we could figure out a little bit uh, more practical engine for these it would be you know even better yeah yeah you mentioned that you're, you're you having a baby on the way are you going to go to the shootout? With yes, these? yeah, I am. I am committed to that right now. So we're just uh, we're working on the two weeks later part. So Do you feel like going back out there with how many laps you got here? You know, you said you've already you're your fifth in your qualifier tonight. This is a stout field. This is probably just as stout as a shootout in some of the classes. Do you feel like you have a chance going out there this year? Yeah, definitely a lot better chance. Um, you know, last year was that was the second race ever in a micro for me. So, um, and then we went out there and Sheldon and I didn't realize you got to push your cars all the way to the grid. <laughs> we were literally the only two. We had two cars and it was the two of us. Um, so it was, it was a struggle. Uh, and those are long days. So two people to race two cars is not ideal, but uh, we're gonna be a little bit better prepared and uh, obviously got more experience. And like you said, the guys that we race here on a weekly night are our A main qualifiers and front runners out there. So hopefully we can you know, improve the program a little bit. For sure. Well, thanks for the time. Appreciate it, we get you back to work here. And uh, but win this 10 grand tonight, man. 10 grand is nothing to sniff at. Yeah, no, this is this all comes out of my pocket. So I, I got to thank yeah. Millbridge and Wikipedia for, for putting this on and giving us a chance to take home a very sizable check. And, um, you know, if we can go have a great run, that'd be awesome. There you go. Cool. Brett Moffitt, 2018 NASCAR truck champion, here tonight at the Wikipedia Micro Showdown, getting ready to race for 10 grand. Let's get to our next guest here on the Loud Pedal Podcast. here at the Wikipedia Micro Showdown at Millbridge. It's Buddy Kofoid. You don't get these things very often, do you? No, this is only my 
fourth race now. I ran two for Bell in May, and then, uh, or actually here, and then this is my second race now with, with uh, Chris and Gavin and, and Kevin, so. Uh, you run over here. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, I've, it's kind of off since I'm, I'll be, I'm, you know, I was already here for World Finals, and Kevin's like, oh, do you want to do it? I'm like, sure. So, <laughs> keeps me busy and uh, just something to do, and, and um, you know, it's having fun. What do you think of these things at this track? I mean, you've run a lot of different cars through your career and even, you know, coming up running like outlaw carts and stuff, but yeah. what's it like running these at this type of racetrack? It's it's definitely a lot different. I mean, I've I ran an outlaw cart here a couple times, but it was probably six or seven years ago now. And, um, you know, you kind of, the way you sit, it kind of feels like the, the outlaw car, but then the, the midget, you know, it's the size and the, the feel, at least in the grip, is similar to the midget, so kind of the best of both worlds. Um, a lot less power, but uh, no, it's fun. I like when you got to beat down the fence, and it kind of gives me Lanko vibes. Have you raced the World Finals yet? Will this be your first appearance here? It'll be my first time, yeah. looking forward to getting on that big track? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to really running a sprint car. So I haven't gone to do it a lot this year, but to do it with Kevin and, so and Jordan, everyone will be a, a lot of fun, and, and they've had good speed there in the past. Right, so, two, the uh, you know, kind of working on the car and getting ready for this week, and um, I'm pretty stoked with the design that we have. So, uh, I'm looking forward to two more fresh races this year. Goodies. You, uh, you obviously have got a, a big title fight on your hands as well in the midget, which is getting ready to kick off here next week, I guess. So uh, what are your thoughts about going out west and, and having a little bit of work to do there to, to beat the defending champ? I actually feel pretty good. Um, because I feel like the like at least for the power eye stuff and, and some of the USAC stuff, I mean hot style didn't end good. They were running really good before we kinda got crashed. And it's kind of a racing deal, but um, you know, that's our worst track and we were gonna probably be podium, I figured, and um, but you know, we had a good rebound after getting upside down and, and then power eye we had three really strong races and that was that's the most speed we've had going into the Western swing compared to last year. So I actually feel really good about it. And we got nine races, and and um, you know Chris and, and Chad are gonna be tough to beat, but I, I feel pretty confident. You feel good physically too. I know you were banged up a little bit this summer, but you feel you feel okay. Yeah, yeah. No, my my wrist is really good, and I haven't raced with it or raced with a cast for probably a month or month and a half now. Probably a month now, and it's. Actually, Hobson was the first time I didn't race with it, and it was, it was like I never had it on. It was just completely normal, and, um, you know, really, if anything, it was just the biggest thing was getting the movement back, and now it's pretty much 100%. Coming off a really big week with the Trophy Cup win, you described it as the biggest win of your career. Um, just what was that like? I mean, that format's so weird. You start from the back, and you have to run to the front. And you don't get to win the final race, but you still win the championship. It's just like a weird deal. Yeah. You grew up out there. Yeah, no, that race has always been special just because it's in California. And now that I don't live in California anymore, it's even more special to come back home and, and uh, compete in. And it's special to do for Kevin Kozlowski and Paul Sova and, and um, you know, a really good car. It's probably the best car I've ever ran in a spur car period, but also at Trophy Cup. And, um, you know, it's really cool to capitalize and in a win in it, in my first night and in. Um, really just kind of set the tone for the whole week, just kind of, I don't want to say dominate, but just have speed every time we hit the track was really cool and um, very prestigious and I, you know, I think I kind of stayed on the bottom a little too, 
delay actually in the, on Saturday, but once I got to the top, I started clicking them off. And if I feel like if I would have gone up there sooner, I might have had a chance to win. But um, no, it's uh, it was really cool, and money is good too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Finally, we're getting ready to roll into well after your midget swing out west, we head indoors to the Chili Bowl. You had a lot of success there. You want a prelim? Um, just I am not. Or excuse me, you ran in the top three. <laughs> I hope you win prelim. You locked in on your prelim night. Yeah. Um, but just you're fast there. You going into that? Are you, are you pretty happy with the way things are going? Going into the Chili Bowl and what you think you can do there? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to the Chili Bowl again and. Um, I think we're going to change some stuff because our outdoor stuff has been a, a different package and I think we're going to try that for Chili Bowl this year. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to that and I think our speeds, like I said, it's been really good this last couple months of the year and uh, I, I think out west will hopefully be good for us again. And, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it and I'd like to get a prelim night win. That'd be a really big win and um, see where that puts us Saturday and see if we can do it again. But. Um, no, that's definitely, that's, that format's really tough too, like Trophy Cup, uh, where you always got to pass cars on the track and pretty much be the best car to be in position to win. And that's the race next on your list you want to win, right? I want to win them all, but Chili Bowl would be definitely the biggest one in my career. Um, at least for the midget side, it would be the biggest race for me to win a midget, so I'd love to do that. Cool. Thanks for the time. Good luck tonight. Bang the boards, man. <laughs> Thank you. Buddy Kelvoid, you're on the Loud Pedal Podcast. Getting ready for the micro showdown here. Walkopedia's micro showdown, 10 grand to win. We'll see you next week. You're on the Loud Pedal Podcast.